They meet for the third time in seven weeks. It's a rivalry that just keeps on giving. It's up to them now. The boys, the boys have to walk onto the football pitch with the attitude that we want, the attitude that we need, because we've got to put some things right. Can you believe the defending of Andy Halliday there? Can you believe what he was thinking? Progressing from the Players have to walk onto the pitch. I just stand on the sideline, and I seem to be the face of stuff. I seem to be the guy taking um, credit and criticism in equal measure at times. But when they walk over the white line, it's up to the players to go perform. Um, we know we didn't in our last game against them, but the guys have, have it within them. I've got no doubt they have it within them to go and get performance in and go and get a result today. Guys have, have it within them, I've got no doubt they have it within them to go and get performance in and, and go and get a result today. Another gift from Rangers giving the ball away, and everyone is out of position. Tavernier's away forward, Halliday's away forward. Look at them here as they get possession away. Edward, simple move. If I walk out of here unbeaten, then I'll, uh, I'll be a happy man. Um, but regardless of walking out of here um, unbeaten, as long as we perform. From the way that we can, back out, I can walk out and place can walk out with their heads held high. But we know there's loads on it. We know we know what they want to happen today, and we're going to do our damnedest to make sure we don't get it. No contest this. No contest whatsoever. Bring on seven in a row for Celtic. But win the next four games, you never know. Why not? Go win the next four games, finish in Europe, finish high, and. It's a good season all around and I would have done my job um, and I think I would have fulfilled the remit that I was given when I first came in to the letter and I doubt, quite honestly, if there's anyone else that could have done it as well as I had for a first job. Can you believe the defending of Andy Halliday there? Can you believe what he was thinking? It's a hurt group. They were hurt from things that were said, things that have been said, things that have been in the media about them as people and as players. They're desperate to put things right and that's great for me. They're so far behind Celtic, Mark, it's not true. And sometimes you've got to say that you're right, you cannot go on about the show. They didn't show listen, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can, you can say they didn't show any passion and all that, you're right. But you know what the bottom line is? Celtic have got far better players than Rangers. It's as simple as that. Clinching the title and thrashing your rivals. It doesn't get much better than this for Brendan Rodgers and Celtic. They call this place paradise, it certainly feels like that today. It's a hurt group. They were hurt from things that were said, things that have been said, things that have been in the media about them as people and as players. And that's great for me. 
Hello and welcome to the 90 Minute Cynic Podcast. I am tonight's host, Chris Bowds, and we're joined by the handsome one, Louis McCaffrey. I am here. I'm thrilled to be here. Top of the world. Beautiful. Beautiful. I really can't wait for this this podcast. It's going to be a classic. I can't wait. Off to a great start. Fantastic start. Keelan. Get off your phone. Good evening. I'm, I'm actually checking on the stats in the game. <laughs> yep, 5 0. It was 5 0. He's, he's the only stat you need, Kieran. That's <laughs> the one. Um, aye, so it's, it's a delightful, delightful time to be alive. Kieran. Fantastic. It's awesome. It's, uh, this is our time. So it is to, to enjoy the, the greatness that we are over our rivals. Oh, I think you're right. I think you're right. Just to. Soak it all up, soak it all in, enjoy. Mm. I like get sweaty on it. Gloat, get sweaty gloating. Uh huh. That's what I like to hear. It's fantastic, isn't it? Oh, it's. I mean, that. Knees. I mean, where do you start? Where do you start? You start with 12 o'clock yesterday. That's where you start. That was kickoff time. <laughs> What's kickoff time? Well, only one team kicked off. Um, let, let me let me summarise what happened, shall I? Yeah, give us a summary. Break it down. Break it down. Um, we absolutely pumped them the first twenty minutes. Like that was an absolute annihilation for that first twenty minutes, especially. Um, the best I've seen us start a game, I think, in a long time. And you know, we always say that. They always start these games better. Um, they didn't start the cup game better. We we dominated the cup game, and I did th- I did think it would be different. You know, they 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 they, they tried to have a different tactic. Um, they pressed us all over the pitch. They were man marking a lot more, um, but we just absolutely were up for it. Like I've never seen us up for it <laughs> before, um, and dominated that first twenty minutes. Um, I thought it kind of evened up a wee bit um, after that for a for a small uh, spell. A wee spell. Um, but you know that's always going to happen. But they weren't. I mean, they didn't create anything. They weren't particularly threatening in any way. They just had a wee bit more of the ball, and then we finished the half strong again. Um, get the second goal, and you think brilliant. You know, I, I remember one 0 getting towards the end of the first half. I thought, Geez, let's get another one because we've, we've been that so far in head ahead. Don't want to go in just one goal to show for it, but then to rattle in two, then three before half time, fantastic. Come come out second half and our two goals, and then it was almost a wee bit of disappointment. We didn't battle them for a few more in the, in the second half, but overall, a fantastic way to win. Win the, the, the title and, and a fair bit of style. Kieran? Big takeaways? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I've only had a season, well, I've probably had a season ticket about 10 years now, but um, I wasn't there for the 6 2 and the 5 1 then there. Uh, and now I've got my 5 0 and 5 1 over the last two seasons, and they're just, it's just so enjoyable. And it's it's not even. It was the manner of one. It wasn't the five goals, a lucky performance. It was we actually rewarded them. They were just they were they were, they were like like um, rabbits caught in headlights. They just didn't they didn't have a clue. And you could I think you could see it from the very start. They I think themselves knew we can't we can't beat them. We can't get we can't beat Celtic. So they actually had, had defeat they, they already. Looked out their depth. They looked way out of depth. They, they, 
the other thing as well is there was no there was no heart and no fight from them. See if you were see if a fan. I mean, they must be absolutely raging with their performance. There was just no. They weren't physical. You think that after a, after a couple of goals, especially when you get in the second half, they would come out a bit more physical, um, <clears throat> trying to get a bit more closer to Celtic. Because we've said before ourselves, if you pressure our defence, they panic. But none of their strikers are forward men. I mean, that Cummins barely was. A, <clears throat> the whole first half, I was trying to work out who their left their left winger was. I totally forgot who it was. And I couldn't understand who it was. And then it was halfway through the second half, and then I seen the, the, the name in the back of the shirt, and it was Murphy. I totally forgot you playing. I barely seen him touch the game, uh, touch the ball during the game. Um, Cummins was quiet. Same I mean, Dorans. I, I, I mean again, Dorans. I mean that's that's now been two big games against us where he's just been posted missing. Possibly the fact that they're playing him in their own position. They're playing him so far deep. Um, but again, it was just the fact of we just never allowed him to play. We had the ball. Uh, I mean. 30, I mean, 36 in the game and the way in Cham touched the ball and played the pass out you thought he's right up for the game uh, and I thought he was fantastic throughout the game I thought between him and Rodic I think they were I know Eddie got the two goals uh, and was playing really well I feel possibly in Cham or Rodic were probably more man of the match I think it's a, Eddie. a bit like the. I remember after the 5-1 game we were talking about it and there's probably half a dozen names you could put out there for man of the match and Maybe not quite as many, but four or five names that would would be deserving. Going to make a point, Lee. Will you respond? That's that's the format. Rangers tried to Hibs's and they Hibs'd it. They don't have the quality that Hibs have. No, no, they they definitely don't. And um, I think that I think that was a big difference. We had, I thought I thought Murphy. You were saying about Murphy. Murphy had that one through ball um, in the. First half, he I can't remember who he played it through to, but it was it was a nice kind of nice ball, and that was the only real bit of quality from them. Um, he looked like the only player that maybe had a wee bit of quality about him, whereas we had quality all over the pitch. Um, and you're right, they they tried. I mean, Hibs were so good against us because they did presses and did they harried us we didn't have a minute on the ball I mean Celtic were also not very good on that day um, you know which played into it but Hibs performed to a really high level and carried out the tactics very well Rangers tried a similar tactic in terms of pressing us and getting in our faces, but they literally couldn't get near us. I mean, we were just passing the ball about them. I mean, I thought Callum McGregor was, again, just superb. The way, you know, his linking play, his one-twos, and, you know, just floating about, keeping the ball moving. I mean, there was hardly any Celtic players really dwelled on the ball for for. A great period of time. Everybody was just kind of passing it. One, you know, couple of touches, pass it on, and Rangers just the Rangers players just couldn't get near us. Um, and it was just a, I think first half especially because after the after the fifth goal went in, it became a lot flatter. I think it just became a training match. Really, um, there wasn't the same kind of impetus to go and go and get some goals at that point. It was the Lustig substitution that kind of killed it a little bit. It seemed to have taken a wee bit of our momentum out. Um, up to that point, that we were mm. still really going for it and um, still creating chances. But then after that change, because I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know if it really, it didn't really change the balance of the game, but it did take in a, it not slow it down, it just, it did, it did seem a wee bit different. It, 
it wasn't quite flat, but it there wasn't didn't seem the quite intensity that they'd had for the, the uh, sixty minutes before that. I think Eddie going off as well. Um, and and Griffiths coming on I mean Griffiths plays one over the bar and probably should have scored that one um, after getting on his left foot but I didn't think I thought he was he seemed very isolated whereas everything was going up to Eddie and he was holding it I mean he wasn't perfect he wasn't like Dembele was in the, in the cup game that, I mean at that point Dembele was plucking balls with his you know cushioning it on his chest when you just think there's no way he should be getting to that Eddie tried it and was was good at what he did, but um, yeah, I thought we kind of lost our way a wee bit. But at the, at the end of the day, you're five 0 up at home. You know, you're about to be on a plane to Tenerife celebrating winning the championship in a couple of years. I think there was a bit of kind of why why exert ourselves when we really don't have to. I thought Scott Brown. It was right at the end of the game. You sh- it sh- the camera panned to Scott Brown. It didn't even look as if he broke a sweat. He was just walking about, like, quite casually. And, you know, I think that kind of sums it up. But just, Aye, you know, wasn't we, even a- that, that score line was up to us. You know, if we, had, if the players really wanted to put eight, nine, ten past them, I think they absolutely could have. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> that was <laughs> terrific, isn't it? Keel mentioned Lustig there. Uh, do we think... We've we've seen an improvement after his kind of downturn in form. Do you think it was just everyone played so well? Plus, I mean, stealing that copper sat does that not? Does that mean he's now we're signing him up five year contract? Listen, I, I think we need to keep him around. Um, bit of experience, the the Marvin Comper role, you know, the great behind home. the scenes, not necessarily. Delivering on the pitch, but um, nah. Listen, Lustig can like Lustig can come in out the cold and deliver in one game. Can he go back and play thirty games a season? I I really can't see that happening. Um, but some of the banter for the big man was terrific. Bumping the polo's hat and uh, telling Murphy that he was in his pocket was, was <laughs> absolutely terrific. Top notch, top notch. Um, Kieran, you mentioned the, the holistic change, uh, change in the game, but I, I was surprised. And again, Lou mentioned Eddie, but what about Rogic? I felt that there was a there was a change in pace when he came off as well. He was yeah, creative. And I thought it was about a bit kind of. It, it wasn't really required because I know there's always this talk about Rogic can't last ninety minutes, but there was one point just before he came off where he won the free kick, and straight away he was wanting to put the ball down and start to play it and start to move on. So. He felt like he could still he could still go because, like I said, they were, I mean, they weren't they weren't forcing us to have to really chase the ball or do a lot of running. We were just doing the, we were doing the kind of the, the ball possession ourselves was with us. So Rogers wasn't really actually busting a gut as much because he was just feeding, feeding the ball to his feet and he was just whipping past him, which is where his footwork. So he was never actually needing um, to ex- exert an awful lot of. Energy is what he would do normally, um, so I think. And the worst thing was, I mean, I think the sing, bringing Sinclair on, I think, well, it didn't really, it didn't really work. I don't think Sinclair got in the game as much as he could. Um, <laughs> Sinclair's Sinclair's just done. I think it's I mean, far he, too predictable. He, he, he can't beat a man anymore. He couldn't take a man on, no. and then he went down a couple of times, which. From what I could see, maybe one with a chat was a foul, but I don't think the other two were fouls because I think he's starting no. to hit the deck a bit too Aye, much. Far too easy. Um, far too easy. Whereas 
Because also with um, the Lustig injury, that really prevented us seeing Paddy Roberts. I would have loved yeah. to, because I mean, Halliday's not a left back. Forrest was written at him all day. I would love to have seen Roberts go at, go at him as well, because I think you would have got a lot more joy out of Halliday, because obviously Roberts is very good at getting past players. He's got the real footwork and technique to get to do that, whereas Forrest just kind of, he doesn't quite go like past the man. He kind of cuts in to get away from his man. Um Taking a and in the middle, so it'd have been good just to see like Roberts just one one on one. It's a shame that we never Paddy never got to feature in his possibly his, his last. He was due, last he, was, he was stripped to come on aye. just before the Lustig injury, but they changed it um, for he's, Lustig, aye. and then these things happened, didn't they? Um, should they just battered him on for Lustig? Didn't they, Matt? Well, let's throw it all at them. Why not? Exactly. Why not? Um, we do have a question about Forrest, actually, now that you've mentioned him. Sean McNeil uh, at Scotchy469. Uh, with Forrest finally giving us the performance we've been waiting for against Sevco, is it time for the Celtic support to admit he deserves his spot in the team on a regular basis? Um, so I'll go first of all to Kieran. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, he has kept his place now uh, over the last few months. I know maybe. Only Paddy's only been back maybe what three or four weeks now, um, but he's still not been able to oust Forrest because Forrest has he's may not been consistently played like fantastically well for every single game, but majority of players have, have been the same. There's one, there's a couple of games where players will be absolutely outstanding, and there'll be other ones where they do enough to be in the team, um, which I think Forrest has done at times, uh, but. With with that performance uh, on Sunday, um, but then the thing is now the league's now won, so players can now be entitled. You don't want to, you don't want to rest them too much because obviously there's still the cup final too, so you want to still be um, fresh for that. But there's no harm in swapping a few players here and there, so you might find that Roberts will get a a game or two um, because obviously technically this is last season, so he's only got one four games left of. His Celtic career just now, unless we we buy him in the summer. I think if there's there's no doubt that Forrest is he's the number one choice, or else he wouldn't he wouldn't be starting every game. And a player that we we know what Paddy's got, and Paddy would be playing ahead of him um, if if Rogers wasn't so confident in Forrest. And Forrest absolutely deserves it. He's been fantastic this year. Yes, he's he's maybe gone quiet in recent. Uh, in recent games up until this one but you know he showed his quality again That I mean that goal he picks it up you know quite far out from goal with his back to the goal turns around drives at the players skips what two three challenges and then rattles the ball in the net I mean his first goal against the Huns as well which you know it's probably it's been a long time coming for him but I think the improvement in him in the past year especially is just it's night and day night and day but I Paddy will get a couple of games so Manny will get to see him on a Celtic top again he'll play you know when when the games don't matter we'll bring Paddy on yeah. for a wee hurrah oh Tear nice. his medal he's tearing his medal um, and he's done you know over the last couple of years he's he's been a good servant to the club absolutely uh, there are a couple of questions about Paddy uh, so uh, Justin Fundelager, uh, Mcomas Gay ninety, long time listener, long time tweeter. Uh, should we make an offer to City for Paddy? And the other one, 
there's a little bit more, a little bit more to it. Uh, Thomas Quinn <clears throat> at Tam the Man twenty one. See, we can only get one permanently, Paddy or French Eddie. So first of all, do you think we should sign Paddy? And then secondly, if it was Paddy or French Eddie, where do you go? I would be. I think French Eddie. <laughs> you don't even want to say that. Look <laughs> at your face. Because I think when it comes to the, the kind of the wingers and midfielders, we have a couple of players. Like we've got a Forest, we've got Masinda. Supposedly we're going to have him for another year. He's going to be there. Um, we've got McGregor can fill out both sides. If we lose Dembele, we've only got um, Griffiths. So I'd rather have him as another striker because we do need three strikers. So if we were not to sign Eddie and we sold Dembele, then we obviously only have the one. Um, and take the dilemma away. Just flat question. Do you flat sign question, sign Paddy? Um, yeah, but I wouldn't break. I wouldn't break the bank. I wouldn't go up five, six million. I think I'd, I'd, I'd pay up to six million for him. Any more than that, I don't think we can really afford to to take him. That fairly five five million for Paddy. Um, aye, aye. If we could get Paddy for five million, I'd be all for it. Um, I don't think it will happen, but. Um, if I had a choice between Paddy and French Eddie, I'd go with French Eddie because that's where the need is. Um, if Dembele goes, you've only got Lee Griffiths and Nadia Shifty, or whatever his name is, Shifty. Um Then you need an R striker. And as Kieran says, we've got wingers. Um, you've got um, you've got Forrest there. I mean, Paddy is not a first choice. He's not first choice anymore, so that it's, it's not a greater uh, greater need than a striker. So, French Eddie, if it's straight between the two, I think you sign the two of them. You've got ten in a row. That thing is probably get ten in a row without signing the Well, team. you know, you know, you never know what Stephen Gerrard's going to bring. <laughs> and the other thing is where we Forest is. You can play different formations with Forest. Like you can play a four, like a four two three one. You can play a back three with him a wing back. You can't do that with Paddy. You can really only play the kind of one style of forma- uh, formation where it's like the four two three one. Because um, I don't think Paddy is he's not disciplined enough to to be a to be a, a wing back. Um, Paddy will do whatever he wants to do. Okay. Um, I want to ask you a question. I want you to be honest, if you can. If you're, I've been bullshitting you're you so far. Of that. You want the honesty now. See if we ask that same question about Paddy and Eddie before yesterday or Sunday. Yes. Would it have been the same answer? Absolutely. I don't know if you know, but I've been very much on the Eddie train you for a while. French Eddie. And uh, also, you know, I like to slag off Paddy mainly just to annoy some Annie um, because Tom Rogic's the greatest and Paddy's a failure. <laughs> but I've been, uh, I've been championing French Eddie Championing him, that, that word. Chomping him. I've been chomping. Championing. I take a chomp. Um, French Eddie's my my man. Mm-hmm. I mean, not my man like Katie and Toma, but you've got a growing appreciation. Yeah, I was just gonna say, just like a group of men. <laughs> I've got a band of <laughs> merry men. <laughs> yes. of. Aye, like that band of merry men. Kieran. Yeah, I'd still be the same. 
Um, oh, you wouldn't. Uh, that's it. He scored a wee brace <laughs> against them, and all of a sudden he's everyone's favourite. He's shite. He is not shite. I love him very much. But um, I think that I, th- I think to be fair though, I think a, a lot of people's opinions have changed on French Eddie off the back of you know scoring the winner at Ibrooks and then the two goals yesterday. I think people are. Starting to see that there is quality there, um, and yeah, and you know that was that was obviously a very bold move from Rogers. I mean, I think when the team came out, yep. I think we all expected Dembele to be playing. I don't think any of us really felt that that injury was so bad that he was going to be out of the game. And I think naturally, then you think right, Dembele's not going to be LB Griffiths. But to Brendan Rogers' credit, he puts puts Eddie in. You think. You know, he rattles those two goals in. You think this is his Dembele moment, hat trick against them, and you know, it could still be, it could be that. I mean, that that could be the the real kind of turning point for him that propels him up into that kind of that kind of player. But um, definitely, people are starting to see that. No, we've got a player here if we can if we can get him. And he wants to stay. He came out, uh, he was interviewed. Um, there was quotes from him and Brendan Rogers. Brend- Brendan Rogers saying there's a very, very good chance of keeping them. And he said himself, uh, French Eddie said that if it was up to him, if it was just up to him, he would stay. He wants to stay. Uh, you could see as well why Rogers chose Eddie over Griffiths purely based on the performance of the semi final. Because the way Dembele bossed the wee lad McCrory, um, that's why he's chosen Eddie as well, because Eddie's got a bit of presence about him. So he does, whereas Griffiths is a different style of player. He's one that likes it, either kind of running in behind the defence, whereas with both Dembele and Eddie, they can do that, but they can also take the ball in um, yeah. and they can be strong against him, um, which, again, he did. I mean, The only thing about French Eddie that I'd like to see him do in terms of what Dembele does is just be a wee bit more aggressive like he's already got the physical attributes he's not as built as Dembele but he's he's tall and he's got the physical attributes but I just don't think he's aggressive enough you know I'd like to see him really with a bit between his teeth but then he's only 20 as well I mean I know Dembele's not much older but I think there's just a different mentality between the two of them I'd like to see him if he does stay and he becomes a number one striker then maybe we'll see that because I think as well we had is He's he's get for me he's get better and more technique than Dembele. I still at times when Dembele's got the ball his feet, I feel sometimes he's being quite cumbersome with the ball, or mm. if he's trying at, he's trying something a trick or something like that, he he, he kind of gets it stuck under his feet. Whereas Ed, Eddie seems to have a bit more technique about him as well. So and the way I mean look at the way he strikes the ball. I mean that that first goal was magnificent. The way the way he stro- uh, stro- uh, stro- uh, struck it. <laughs> Put your teeth on, son. Delicious. Um, getting back to the game a little bit, I want to speak about um, a certain somebody. And Rory Price would also like us to discuss him. You've got Be- a point. Better, no, no, point. better know who it is. Go, go. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, Rory Price at Rory Price 6. Um, on yesterday's performance is Boyata. Boom! See, I knew it was, I knew it was Big Deaders. Aye, I'm sure you did, pal. Uh, is he still the best centre-back at the club? Also, can we make it illegal to criticise PC Lustig on the pod again? Thank you. No, we will criticise everybody on this pod, <laughs> uh, including you, Rory Price. That's a <laughs> shit question. Um, but Big Boyata, best um, centre-back on that 
performance? No. One uh, one swallow does not make a summer or something like that. It sounds a bit right. Is that, a, is that a, one of them birds? <laughs> um, he, he done... He, I thought he was fantastic. I think he was, for me, probably even over... Uh, French Eddie I think he was the biggest standout of that first half at half time my first thought was who is that guy <laughs> who is that boy at at the back because he was so dominant he won everything in the air he anticipated everything Cummins did not have a chance Cummins just looked like a schoolboy when the way that he was coming in just physically aggressive not overly aggressive, not committing fouls, but just being aggressive physically in order to just basically muscle him off the ball. And he he anticipated things and got ahead of Cummins, um, which, you know, a lot of the time in the past, I think Boyata is guilty of barging in and no thinking, um, whereas he, he showed a bit better understanding. He kept it simple when he had to keep it simple, but he was just physically dominant. Um, in a way that we've not seen in ages. Is he the best centre back? At what at, at what he done right yesterday, he's the best at that sort of thing. Um, but for me, there's just too many mistakes. They're too regular. I mean, he has to he has to have a con- a consistency about him and that and the way he played yesterday in order to be considered that. I mean, I didn't think Ayer. I thought Ayer was all right. I didn't think he was particularly brilliant yesterday. I know they would be calling for man of the match for Ayer yesterday. No, no. But competent, but, you know. Yeah. Um, we've, we've said it in the pod before, like Boyata gets a lot of stick. And the thing is, though, when Boyata plays well, he does tend to do very well. We have games where he basically doesn't put a foot wrong. But then he does make big mistakes, high-profile mistakes that cost goals. Is that, as Louis was saying, the, the problem um, with calling Boyata our best centre-back and that he's just he's too inconsistent? The thing with Boyata is when he defends, he's fantastic at it. It's when he starts to then try and make decisions when they get the ball. He's, when he starts to try and play with the ball, like maybe try and make a, a pass, try and take a player on, try and come out of defence with it. That's where his kind of problem is, where he panics people too much. But see if it's simply just winning a header, winning a tackle blocking a through ball he is he is very very good at that um, but obviously with the way football is now you want your centre halves to be able to play a little bit of football as well you don't want them just winning the ball and that's it so it's it's his um, it's just his confidence that's the thing as well his confidence can take a, a dip quite quickly so the minute he makes one mistake that's it they'll be start kind of being a bit more because he's just he just panics um, too much and too quickly um, but as a, as a defender he's, he is solid he is very solid and one of these headers he is um, pretty good at that as well but Cummins gave nothing I mean Cummins didn't, didn't offer anything for, for them yesterday he wasn't coming anywhere <laughs> certainly wasn't uh, we've talked about Eddie who was fantastic up front um, we brace we've talked about Boyata who was a revelation Centre back, terrific. Um, I'd mentioned at the, the head of the pod. There's a few few names in there for for man of the match for me. Um, there's one begin with R. Begin with R. We talking about? Oh, hmm. I see where we're going here. Yep, you see it. 
Mm-hmm. We all see it. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's go with him. I'm, I'm just going to go through them. Like a list mm-hmm. of players. I like this. Yep. So the Aussie Top boy. of the list. Let's start at the top. <laughs> um, I don't, I really don't, I'm not a fan of this whole magic man nickname. That's minging. We need to yes. stop that. Not um, cynic sanctioned. God. He is God. Just God? Yeah. G-O-D. Um, Tom Rogic, just... Oh, the just, motherfucking G-O-D. Oh, oh my God, man. Just a different gravy altogether. <laughs> I mean, saving my child, you know, comes out of this world and can open his eyes. Do any day now? I don't even want it to see me first. I want to see <laughs> God. A picture I'm of Rogic. I'm going to have a calendar up I'm going to have a Tam Rogic mask on because it deserves to see... It's a terrifying image. <laughs> it deserves to see God first. Um, just... I, I just hope to God we we sign him and tie him down to a new long term deal. He's not um, he's not swaying now towards. There's been a new deal and he's kind of swaying towards it. I, I think there's it. just a bit of. I think there's a bit of kinda, the agent yeah tactics involved with the agent because he's going to the World Cup and stuff. But um, again, he was brilliant. Um, his goal, I mean, just stroked it into an empty net, really. But I mean. He's still it was still at the edge of the box and you know he had a wee bit to do other players possibly would have just ballooned that <coughs> Paddy Roberts um, I, don't, I don't think the goal is the main thing about Roger's no, performance no no it's not but um, it's just nice that he got one just those those feet those hands those hand feet yeah um, but yeah just and, and he loves those games and he just performs he performs against against them and he performs in the big games four games and I four just, goals this I season I just don't think there's anybody there's no one like him in that team there's just and I, do, and I don't think we can replace him either I, the the technique that he has the quality that he has his quality of touch and how he receives the ball and the, his eye for a pass and skill to keep a hold of it I mean I just don't see where you go and we go and get a player like that because it would just cost far too much I'm doing the finger thing it's money too much money aye you couldn't yeah. couldn't just buy but, a pre-made but you know you're talk, you, the thing is though you talk about you know big money for players I mean how much would a, to, a Tom Rogic be worth like and, and people say ah well he can't do it for 90 minutes and all that but look at the quality of him like the, that quality of player should not be leaving for two, three million. Not a chance. Like, it's got to be three, four times that. I mean, I, I, I don't know necessarily if he was to go down to a team at the bottom half of the Premiership, would it be a good fit for him? I don't actually think it would be. I think he would probably, he probably would struggle. Um, I think he'd be better at, you know, I don't know, La Liga or something like that, you know. I just hope we keep him. I, he deserves to be one of the top earners, I think. And that, and see, to be fair, if it's money that he's after, then I don't know. I think you got to reward players like that. Give them a wee bit more to keep them. Magic man can't perform his tricks with a little bit of Muller. <laughs> oh, we need to stop that. G-O-D. Uh, Kieran, do you want to say anything about Rogic that... Uh, I mean, uh, nothing, it's quite disturbing emotionally there. Yeah. He was very hands on all over himself, just rubbing his body as he was talking. <laughs> yep. Strange but erotic. Nah, I'm with him as well. I mean, there's, he is just such a fantastic player. And he's one of the only few players in the team that can actually change a game or can actually win a game, which we've seen him do a few times 
over the last couple of seasons where one vital goal has been enough to win a game. Um, he's one of the players that can pull, pull, um, like maybe not so much go back to that, but pull it out of the hat so he can, so <laughs> so to speak. Delicious. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely up there with one of the best players at the club. And the thing is, he's he's loved by the fans as well. And as a player, that's what you want. You want to be at a team where you're like everyone's you're talking about you. Ah, you're almost like an idol. And that's what you want. So. And we've all, I mean, we'll keep you speaking about him. That he, he's suited to Celtic. The way we play actually works for him. A um, charm that allows him to. Uh, uh, there's not, I mean, there's not a, not a lot of teams and leagues where he would actually fit in. I don't really think for that. So, And there's, there's plenty of, an example of plenty of players to look at. Players in recent years that have went down to England and it's, you know, yes, okay, they might have a wee bit more money in the bank, but their careers haven't exactly been set alight you know like said Joe Ledley Gary Hooper even Fraser Foster now you know I mean that's I, injury based really is it not no no that is just I'm trying to talk Tam into staying Sorry. come on about it that we do know Tam's a listener of the show yes so friend of the show friend of the show Tam regularly to each son you can understand us and everything definitely absolutely um, of our man of the match contenders based on my opinion uh, we've talked about Forrest already who mm-hmm. I think is fantastic performance uh, I think there's maybe two more I would say uh, and Cham thought it was a strong performance oh. commanding in midfield again just quality above you know just he just looked right up for it like the majority did right from the start and uh, I think he's I mean he's going to be one of the next players to go for the big money in a, in a hopefully a couple of seasons I don't think there'll be as big a rush with him but I think you can you can tell that he's he's got it he's absolutely uh, got it next, next season's going to be his season um, <laughs> I think he's just taking a bit of time just to kind of build himself in um, get to grips with the the league uh, and the team but uh, I mean yesterday just from the, from the minute the game started he just he got into it and he was just kind of commanding that midfield he wasn't letting any of them get a touch, chance in the ball um, there was one time as well it was like he, the other thing as well he was, nip, he was nipping the ball off the toes of like Holt and um, Dorans at times as well he was getting getting in there ahead of him he was actually wanting it more That's I think that's the other thing as well with our players against theirs we really wanted it um, and it got to every second ball well not every second ball but got to the majority of all the second balls and was always wanting to get the ball back um, and just to be at times as well he was always kind of mixing the play from side to side which we don't really do with, like, we just kind of do it slowly whereas he was kind of speeding up so he was um, and I think Louis absolutely right even earlier in the season where he was okay but he was on and off you could still just see the quality in him like yeah. uh, are honest there and he's young just like so many of the team as well which is another really exciting part of being a Celtic fan right now we've got so many young up and coming players 19, 20, 21 um, McGregor who's 24 but um, I think he's the last in my list of possible men of the match Kieran He's now uh, a first eleven. He's now he's now keeping out Sinclair because it looked like he was the um, he was playing the left um, of the 
the kind of front three, as you would say at times, which has always been Sinclair's position, um, and he's always kind of held that down. So I know we were talking about the last couple of weeks where McGregor's went from being the um, stopgap in some of the positions to actually now holding down a position himself in the first 11. Um, and again, big games like this, thriving on it, I get so he is. Um, I think that's what second goal against in the season, maybe third. Mm, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think. Let's see. Thanks for sound better. <laughs> but um, it's it's the way um, <clears throat> I think it's the way the way he plays with the ball. The way he receives the ball, he's he's, he's next touch. He's already taken it in his head. That when I take that, it pushes him into space. So he's always keeping himself away from the opposition. Um, and gets it in the box and score and scores goals as well. So uh, he's he's another one similar to Forrest who's got a lot better as the season went on. Um, and with that, he's kind of he's cemented himself now in the first eleven. I think personally, I think McGregor's kind of his growth and development is just continuing on a on an upward trend. I think he's he. Yes, he was probably a fringe player. He was someone who was coming in as a stopgap. And I think he's just getting better and better and better. As Kieran says, he's now at a position where he is one of the first choice players. And I, I just don't I just don't subscribe to this view that he's just a backup player. I don't think McGregor is just a backup player. I think McGregor deserves his place in the team and is one of the best players we've got. I mean... I thought it was brilliant yesterday, and as it's been for a while, but, you know, some of the best performers in that game, um, Tierney, uh, Tierney, Forrest, McGregor, all academy players, all come through the youth at Celtic, um, right about the same time, and McGregor's done it, you know, the hard way. McGregor's had to go out on loan and prove himself and try and work his way through. Um, I mean, Forrest has has never left on loan. Tierney's obviously came in at such a young point or early point in his career. Whereas McGregor's had to kind of tough it out, go and take a bit of a knock, being sent out on loan. But he proved himself, came back. And I think if he keeps going the way he's going, I know we spoke about it um, in the pod last week, but at 24 just now, I think McGregor at 27 will be, I know, could be, you know, fantastic. Yeah. And he, if he could just continue to play like this year after year, that that gets the legendary status, the fact that he can give us so many years of just consistently yeah. doing a job for the team. And as you say, and, and I think the good thing is, and McGregor probably fits into this, there's a number of players now that are talking about wanting to stay at Celtic for their careers. I mean, Forrest was, was I think, the latest one to say, you know, I'm a Celtic man, I want to be here. I, I don't want to go anywhere else. And these aren't just, you know, fringe players that are saying that because, of course, why why would, why would they want to move on? These are players who are actually our first-choice players and they want to commit themselves for years and years to come. I mean, if if we could have the likes of Forrest and McGregor and Tierney in that team for the next, you know, five, six years, I mean, that would be fantastic, let alone the rest of their careers. He also made a really good point about McGregor going off in loan, and we've seen it with Ayer as well. That's because re- we've got a number of players out in loan right now, and I think it's really promising that you can do that, because as much as people have talked a lot about send a player out in loan, um, 
let him grow and then come back. Celtic haven't really done that very much in the past. I can think no. of, I know we've sent players on loan. Aye. I can't think of that many that came back and did well, whereas that's two in the very yeah. recent past. I mean, aye, Brendan Rodgers seems to have a much better way of, you know, he knows how to use the loan system, whereas I in the past it's always been, it's purgatory before you go, you know, elsewhere. You're just getting in there for a wee, go out on loan for a wee spell, run down the contract a bit more and then you're off. Um, which is still the case for some players, to be fair, but I think the younger ones that we want to develop it's absolutely the best way to go get them out on loan and get them some experience a first team football games under their belt and then come back and you've got a better chance well, I'm just thinking was McGregor on loan that wouldn't have been under Rodgers technically would have been. who? when McGregor went on loan surely that would have been Lennon Aye. when he was at Notts County yeah so don't don't give the praise to Brendan unnecessarily not for either aye aye of course just, just clearing that up. All right, okay. Uh, so, we've talked about men of the match. Um, so, I'm wanting you guys to tell me who yours is. We do have a wee, a wee tweet-o. Uh, Raffaello Bonacorsi, um, at Raffaello O'Pietro. I'm going to say I 100% pronounced all of that correctly. Well done, man. It sounded perfect to me. It, it was, it was. Um, he's saying Eddie and Forrest were immense, but uh, Zinedine and Cham was man of the match for me. That's I good. like that. That's that, good. That rolls off the tongue. Yep. Trademark that bitch. Um, that lot won't win again this season. They are absolutely Bert Van Lingen. <laughs> <laughs> again. Favourite tweet of the day. Yeah. Fantastic. Well done. I'm just I'm going to like that. A wee, a wee like. Can we retweet? There you are, pal. Yeah, let, I, you. I think, I think we've. Um, listen. We are a predominantly Celtic podcast. We don't really get involved with the other side of Glasgow. But I think I think we should take a wee segment of the show to just revel in the absolute misery that is happening over there. Um, I don't know if... I, I take it everybody saw the banner yesterday that was unveiled at uh, Celtic Park, but I thought it was absolutely lovely. Just, just accurate, I feel. Just aye. Um, it said... You deserve nothing, you will win nothing, you will do nothing, you will always be nothing. Couldn't have put it better myself. Never seen you look so smug in oh, my life. Oh, fantastic, <laughs> it? See that moment when Morelos was coming on and the, all the Celtic fans up, I'm like, oh, hey, and he runs on the pitch. Oh, fantastic. The banter, the, the, banter the, the past few weeks has just been off the scale. It's Andy been fantastic. Ha- Andy Hardy was getting it tight the whole oh, game. Every time every, he every went time for throwing, him, and it took to the 83rd minute for me to bite. Uh, and down at the other corner and he d- didn't quite kiss the badge but he kind of grabbed his shirt towards us the fans have to say fucking job yeah. so and it worked they all just stopped uh, that was yeah, that yeah we, uh, shirt grabbing stopped that um, but oh god they're bad oh my god they're so shit aren't they they're stinking I mean they're, see see when you think about Lincoln. it they didn't have anybody that stood out I mean we they didn't put us under any sort of trouble at all I, I, I was actually surprised they were as bad as they were, just just because I thought they couldn't be as bad as what they were in the cup game, and I think they were they were they, equally as shite. They, were, they weren't equally; they were more shite. Aye. They improved their their shiteness. Yeah, um, banged up a notch. But oh, it's just it's, that club is just an absolute joke. 
It's just an absolute joke. It's hilarious. However, Kieran, um, they are going to sign Steven Gerrard as our manager and that period of uh, bants, that period of being utterly dreadful is going to come to a swift end. Am I correct? Is that right? Is that what Absolutely. I'm here? Enjoy this because it's over. It's done. Because Gerard was, don't forget, Gerard was the man who was the last person to stop Rodgers winning a title. I think Kings heard that somewhere and thought, this is the man we need to get in. Yeah. I mean, didn't quite understand how it happened, but he's just, that's all he's heard and thought, well, this is the man to do it again. He'll stop that eight in a row. It's funny, that is a wee bit harsh. I'll give Stevie G his, I'll never call him Stevie G again. Nah, he slipped. Slip. He fluffed it. If he wasn't there that season, nah, you, really ju- you don't slip. A great season. Nah, but season. you don't slip. You you you're, you you fell. You, you essentially just fell over yeah. and, and lost a fail. No, everybody. No, you can't anyone, fall. Anyone you can't. listening to this thinking I've never failed. Yeah, I have. Shut up. What at, at, at the point of winning the league? You, have you been at the point of winning the league aye. and then fell? Aye, I never fell and I won the league. All right. Okay. Well done. Thanks. Congrats. Um, it's quite impressive. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a <laughs> league winner. I'm a, I'm a treble winner. Um, I mean, no, it's again just. I just want to defend Stephen Gerrard for the last time because I'm not going to be able to do it. No, after he signed him as manager, so I, I don't think it, it makes absolutely fun. no sense for him, and I, and it just makes even less sense for for them <clears> to, you know. When are they going to realise that they really need to make some really sensible decisions for once? And they're going to go after a guy who has had one season as an under-18s coach. You know, yes, he's a big name, but that's the only reason you're getting him, is because he's a big name. There's nothing else on his CV as a... He's not even a manager, and you're you're going to rely on him. You're going to give him a, a big budget, apparently. You know, to go and try and stop 10 in a row because that's all that they care about now is stopping 10 in a row. And to think that Steven Gerrard, just because he's a big name, is going to be the man to do it, it's just moonbeams. It's just. They, they will madness. give him time, they will have patience, they will let him build a team. Of course, that's going to happen. Why not go for you know, Tommy Wright at St Johnson? He's clearly taken St John's as far as he can. He's a very competent manager who's overperformed, overachieved with him in recent years. Go and get somebody like that. He knows the league. He knows the expectations at Rangers. He, you know, he, he is someone who, okay, he might not take you playing the absolute best football and all that sort of stuff, but it'd be a sensible appointment. You wouldn't have to pay a lot of money. And it's a sensible appointment. You're getting Steven Gerrard because you think he's going to be able to get all these superstar players. I don't think it's that. Gonna I, I don't think it's that. I think their thinking is he played under Rodgers at Liverpool. So they believe that Gerrard knows how Rodgers plays and will know how to combat that. So they will. Whereas Rodgers has probably played a different style of football than it was at Liverpool. It's not, it's not going to be the same. And the other thing as well is Rangers lost 10 games this season. So if Gerard was to somehow turn it around and and beat us four times next season, what about the other six six games or other other team, uh, teams in the league that they can't beat? Hmm. It's got to be when you're at this level, you've got to be consistently able to win nearly every game. That's the aim. It's going. It's not about beating us or being better than us because that's only four games a season. You've still got another thirty four games that you've got to have to try and win as well. So it's, it's all good beating us, but 
you've got other teams with annoyed. I mean, look, they, they should be concentrating on how they can how to beat Hibs. They haven't <laughs> beat Hibs yet. That's true. I mean, Hibs yeah. have won. They won both games at Ibrox, didn't they? Yeah, I'm, and I'm sure, and I'm sure they won the game at Easter Road. So that's another team that they can't beat. Aye. So should you I think concentrating on that as well. I think the. I think the the reality is they're slipping into obscurity, and and that for them with the whole we are the people mentality, they just kind of get their heads around that. The fact that you know they are in real real danger of finishing fourth in the league, and they thought they were gonna they were going for fifty five last season, you know coming up thinking they're gonna win the league, and then this year they would have thought oh, right okay we're at least gonna finish second. They might be fourth. They've not even had a manager since like October. I mean, it's it's just so comical now. I mean, it's all, it's been comical for years, but and then you know, yesterday not speaking to any media. Twenty four hours later, we're recording this. More than that, they're still not talking to anybody. They're just trying to bury their heads in the stand, sand, pretend that yesterday didn't happen, and you know. How is that a professional football club? It's a joke. But please, long may it continue. These are the the best years of my life. And on the eve of a game against Celtic, they, they announced their, like, that Gerard's going to be their manager. Because that's definitely, he has actually signed, hasn't he? No, he's not signed yet. So he's not actually signed, no. just they're in talks. Aye. Well, I thought the way it was going to mention that basically that's it, he was signed up to be joining next season. I think that they're, they're in talks and he fancies it by the sound of it. Until he's seen the game on Sunday. <laughs> And then just decide uh, otherwise. I think. I mean, he, I, I think he's, he, he's just stupid if he takes the job. But if he is going to take it, he wants to wait till the end of the season, because then, as you say, Louis, there's a very good chance Rangers will come fourth, maybe third. Um, and then, from Stephen Gerrard's point of view, the only way really is up. Although yeah. hopefully he'll go down, down, down. But um, aye, I. I think it's real. It's just a joke of a. The, the thing, the thing that bothers me is, and I'm, I've never been a big Stephen Gerrard fan personally, um, but all right, all right, calm down, our kid, calm down. <laughs> See, ever since that thing happened in a nightclub where he punched that guy, I really did not like him after that. Like, I, I, I just really didn't like him, but. Um, I think see if he if he's so stupid as to believe the assurances about money and all that that he's going to get because they're going to tell him a pack of lies, and if he actually believes that, he's just he's deluded and it's going to be a shame for him because if he has any aspirations of being a Liverpool manager, you can't turn up at Rangers and get bossed and then sacked twelve months later, like that's not a good start for him in his managerial career I think Brendan Rodgers said it as well this first club's got to be the right club and it's it, that club is the wrong club for pretty much everybody and anybody right now yeah that's a terrible decision the only I don't know because again a lot of I think a lot of English commentators seem to think it's a good idea so I think they've just got their blinkers on it's um, that idea that they know so little about Scottish football that they still just think it's it's the Rangers yeah. of old, essentially. Kieran, any other thoughts on Mr. Gerard? Nah. Um, I mean, there's also been rumours as well that Ipswich want him. That would be a better a, a better suit for him. They're in a bit more of a. They're obviously down in form and stuff. Like that. They need somebody else to come in and change things. But they've they're in a more financial suiting 
they've got a, they've got a basis and a team built there. They just maybe need him to get a chance for him to kind of put his ideas across. But with the Rangers, I mean, the thing as well is half that team, I think, is uh, played on Sunday. Most of them are all loans, so they're not going to go back to their clubs. So he's even, I mean, he's even going to have to try and build uh, a team by bringing in more more players as well, but with no money. So uh, again, it'll be down the whole loan route for them as well. Um, but it's it's possibly going to be their Barnes. I mean, John Barnes with us. Career never kicked. Career never went on after that. So this all probably will maybe stop his actual manager manager career already. Which would be an absolute shame. Um, I the other thing is though, you've got to imagine if they if they did sign Gerard, he's not going to be cheap. They're going to be throwing money at him. Uh, you, you you can say oh they might you know string him along about the budget he'll get, but his salary itself would have to be far more substantial than any other. Something's been said that it's a million a million a year, but he's got a two and a half million pound bonus for winning the league. See that, that, that see stuff that's, like that, stuff like that's just that can't even be right. That just can't be true. That's got to be rumours and nonsense. Oh, that's twenty grand a week, and then. A two and a half million pound bonus They'll never have to pay him Yeah Ever Which is smart I've talked I think I mentioned that The last time I was on the pod That's my That's me at Football Manager (laughs) (laughs) Yeah yeah. 70 million After 50 games Not not a problem Boom Or the old Rangers tactic Um, Aye So I I think from a Celtic point of view It's I, don't I assume that that would work out hilariously I think he'd be taking on more than he could chew For a first managerial position He's got no real experiences He's under our 18s as he's been managing yeah, yeah. Um, He'll be on a lot of money I don't imagine they'd give him a huge budget But if they did Is he going to really be able to Have the, the skill required to bring in Because Rangers need players all over the field if he, he might have connections that can bring in one player at five or six million, which I just don't think is going to happen, but that's not going to be enough for Rangers. Yeah. I mean, they need, at the very least, half a dozen very good players to make any kind of impact. Yeah, they've got a lot of their squads about to leave because their loans or, or whatever else. And I just, it's, it's just a nonsense. It's a total nonsense. You know, Ronnie Dyler gets so many, so much kind of negative press and question marks. Who is this guy and all that? Ronnie Dyler had won a title, and it was just because people didn't know who he was. Stephen Gerrard's not even done anything in coaching. Not even coached professional football players yet, and he's gonna. He's been bigged up as the man to change Rangers' fortunes. It's just. It's, it's complete nonsense But you know Bring it on Brendan Rodgers against Steven Gerrard It's a non-contest They're getting absolutely dominated um, For the next few few years A no-brainer No-brainer uh, Aye So the You didn't actually answer my question We went off on a tangent there It was a nice tangent I enjoyed it It was, it was. Uh, Man of the match I know who yours is Louis But I'll ask you anyway my man in the match would. I'd actually. Oh, oh. Um, God, it's a t- I know. I, I want to say Boyata because I was so impressed by him. But do you know what? I 
stuff it. It's my man of the match. I'm going, I'm going by Atta. Big Dedrick was superb. Superb. Didn't put a foot wrong. Keep to him. Kieran? Uh, I'm going with Cham. I thought Cham was fantastic midfielder. So he was. Absolutely bossed it. And uh, yeah, man of the match for me. Both good choices. For me, McGregor's up there, Edward, but uh, we know it's Scott Brown. So every day that we... <laughs> uh, my man in the match would probably go to, to Eddie. Just... Yeah, what a performance. Absolute belter. Uh, anything else you want to talk about from yesterday's game? And this might actually go out on Tuesday, so it might be confusing when we keep referring to yesterday's game. But It was just so good. I just uh, we could we could sit and talk about it all night. Um, just fantastic. Yes, just yes. Yelders. It was, it was just... Such a dominating performance. It was just that way where we scored five, should have been eight or nine, and just they just they couldn't get in the game at all. We just didn't even give them a chance. I think they had. I can't even think of a chance apart from the Morelos one. I think the one where he took in the chest. That's about the only what uh, or the uh, wind that's hitting the bar that hit in the post. That's the only two slight danger moments there was. Um, but other than that. They just never, they never, they never get any momentum to make any kind of chances themselves. Was this Celtic's most dominant performance this season? I'm not talking about over Rangers. I just mean this season against any team. Is there anyone who dominated more or been so just railroaded? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you take the first fifty, fifty-five minutes. Um, you know the rest of it became, it became a training match after that but you take f- I mean we were still we were still dominating in it but I think you take the first 55 minutes I think that's the best 55 minutes we've had um, this ever. season ever including versus and, Inter Milan to, in 1967 yep yeah. oh far surpasses that um, we have had a few really really good performances but I think to do it because there's always a wee bit of pressure in these games and you're about to you're doing it to win a league. Uh, you know, win a title against your fiercest rivals. You've not done it for a long time. I think and then to come out and play like that, I think that's first fifty five minutes performance of the season. Going for fifty five. Going for fifty five. Got them. <laughs> Kill. Final thoughts. Jerry Springer S. Um, nah, it's just it's going to continue as well with this. Um, even over the next season or two, I think it's still they're never going to come back, come close to us. So I think we're going to, I feel we're going to enjoy more games like this next season. Hopefully, but I feel we do because I think we are. Because the thing as well is we may uh, improve in the odd position here and there, and it's just taking a take us up to that ne- that just up to that next level of just far superiority. They have got, they're they're back to their foundations really. They've got a lot of building they need to do, um, which they're not going to get done over the summer. It's brilliant. I'm just looking at a picture of Andy Halliday here, and I'm just chuckling to myself. Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, get him a get him a season ticket. Get him back. Terrific. Great to see him. Great to see him. Yeah. Well done, Andy. Um, which reminds me, uh, ninety minutes cynic dot uh, com. You can get match ratings and uh, match reports. They're going up. I mean, they're going up. And the, the guys, uh, are, it's phenomenal. 
Listen, see, see if you've not um, if you've not seen the game. Oh, sorry, my phone's <laughs> went mental. Um, if you've not seen the game, go on ninetyminutesanic.com and you'll feel as if you've been there yourself. Yeah, it's fantastic. Ian Coyne, uh, Gray Mackay, uh, also Kiefer Keith McGinty, Hard G. Was that the the the, um, the press conference after the game? Ninety minutes cynic have access, ladies and gentlemen. We're part of the and we didn't ask for it. The club came to us and said, "You are in touch with the people." Yeah. And I don't mean the people in that regard. I mean <laughs> the know, people, the good guys. You're in touch with the good guys. Let's get you in. We want to talk to you. We want to pump some. Celtic news directly into the veins of the fan via the syringe that is 90 minutes in it. Wow, went down the junkie route, nice. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that uh, brought this up. The syringes, I was thinking protein. I saw Brian McManus at the weekend and I, I saw him on my way to Morrison's. He'd uh, just uh, walked out of the, the public house, was smelling terrific of your finest tenant's lager. And, um, Our younger fans won't know who Brian McManus no, is. No, that's true. Brian McManus is a... a you're never an ex-cynic Once you're a cynic You're a cynic for life But he's no longer frequents He's a little older He's there for the experience Brings through the youth um, But doesn't actually play um, And I walked into Morrison's And who do I see But Dermot Oh Regular um, Podcaster Cynic Dermot Aye. You can also Dermot. see him on Game of Thrones uh, Podrick Anyone that's a fan wants to know what Dermot looks like, Big Podrick. I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I don't know that reference, but fair does. I'll give you a wee picture. Kieran, why don't you... What was your point? You'll just, you'll I, just I just... I just I, when you were saying about injecting things, I saw Brian. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, Big Dermot there. Oh, aye. So that is. Absolutely identical. Uh, aye. So, it was, a, it was a great game. It was a great oh, game. Terrific. We were talking about something until... Aye, aye, so go to 90minutesinc.com, that was it. Sorry. It's just a shame we can't get to play my game before the end of the season. That'd be... That'd be just a wee... Aye. Just one wee final one. That'd be lovely. Um, but yeah, the match review, the match ratings, uh, manager's reaction, top work. Well done, the whole 90minutesinc cruise. Cruise. Crew. Sorry, I'm having a stroke here. <laughs> Where are we us. going now? Uh, we're going to have a wee break. I'm going to play a club banger of a tune that everyone's going to love. And uh, then we'll come back and we'll talk about some stuff.
the night with an answer in his hand Come on down to the river of sight and you can really understand Red lights flashing through the window in the rain Can you hear the sirens moan? White cane lying in a gutter in the lane If you're walking home alone Don't let it bring you down It's only castles burning turning and you will come around Don't let it bring you down It's only castles burning Just find someone who's turning Yeah, again, club banger straight out of the Bowed collection there. Straight out of Compton, loved it. We bit of NWA, brilliant. I might do that. See what I've done there. <laughs> Just dominate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! Absolutely. I've wanted to do that for a while. Good. Good. I'm glad I made you happy. Thank Which, you. Uh, is my area of expertise. So. <laughs> It's really creepy. <laughs> it was a bit. Um, Player of the Year, isn't it? And all the other stuff of the year. What's it called? Is it of, it should be of the year awards. That's the first point. Aye. Because there's, there's like manager, isn't it? Aye, goal. Aye. Just of, of the year. Of the year awards. Just take that. The old uh, FPA. No, that's not right. Otty. Something like that. I don't know. Aye. Jesus Christ, let's get on with it. Yep, let's get on with it. So, uh, we run down um, Player of the Year, obviously. Natural, did I even have to say who won Player of the Year? Voted by his fellow professionals. It wasn't a public vote or writer's vote or anything like that. These are the players' votes. Bowd, who won it? Mr Scott Brown. Scott Brown. Dominated the whole season. Yep. Absolutely deserves it. Start to end. Just smashed it. Literally just smashed the season. Smashed it and then he started swaggering away. <laughs> and now he's in, he didn't even care. Didn't even care about the awards last night. He just dominated that and on went to Tenerife. Boom. How do you like them apples? Kieran, you enjoy those apples? They are the sweetest apples. So they are. What's your favourite type Pink. of apple? Pink lady. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good apple. Of course it is. It's a good apple. Aye. I'm a fan. Um, is, was there anyone else that could have won that? Honestly. You uh, can be honest, lads. Well, you know, there's one guy who, you know, outscored Henry Glasson, Chris Boyd. Um, obviously, he was better than Henry Glasson. He's been a cut above this year. How could anybody actually think that Chris Boyd was the player of the year? People actually thought that. That's madness. Just purely because he's... I can only imagine because he's, he's still scoring so many goals at such an old he's age. He's scored a few penalties this year, but... Come he's on. Got, he's top, he's top goals scorer now. No, there's... I mean, when you think about it, um, there's there's a lot of better hands. Yeah. So that's why. That's your answer. Better honour rate. 
Bitter honorary counts for a lot in this country, to be fair. But um, Chris Boyd is not the player of the year in our Premier Division. He's had a great season, yes. But Scott Brown dominates. Aye. I wouldn't even say it was Chris Boyd's. I'd say it's uh, Steve Clark's season. Yeah. I would just... All those goals, those are his. Yeah. And he still couldn't even win the main award in his category. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, Young player of the year. Again, for me, Kieran Tierney. Was was there any? any? Can't think of one. I can't really think of any. No. Close. Nah. It's just, again, thinking of KT as a young player. It's the third time in a row. Unheard of. I know. Unheard of. But he, that's he's been playing so long. Who else is in that you category, I wonder? I don't, you're going to have to fill a bit of dead air to a bunch of jumps. I don't know if I'm. I can't think of anybody because I believe it quite a kind of not aging team, but they don't have a lot of youngsters. Christopher Iron. Oh. No. That's who should have won it. No, it's not. It should have been KT. Um, but he's just a, he's a mess. I mean, he's... Oh, he is, he is the greatest, but um, I, I just... I'd, I'd like to see him it's win in the main award sometime soon. Sure. in the wee boys that Katie's what, what age do you come out of that category? The 21? You would have... Come out of the young, when you come out of the young player here? I've not done research. So if well, you've got questions of that nature, <laughs> do the research yourself. This is a lesson. The question will just probably come my head now. 20 or 21, I'm going to say. Uh, I can't, I'm also holding too much stuff to Google search that. Man, I'm, I'm searching for this and I can't find none, so I'm going to stop doing that now. Um, but yeah, no, KT dominates life as well as Scott Brown. Yep, smashed it as well. Right. Manager of the year? Hmm. Jack Ross? St Mirren? By far the hardest category to choose from. I think three contenders. Break it down, Kiel. Jack Ross, Ross, Brian Rogers, I think Steve Clark. I think what Steve Clark's done with Kamala is quite impressive. First year up, could potentially finish second. second. Your man Robinson at Motherwell gets the two two cup finals in the one season. Didn't stay in the top six, but they had a fantastic start to the year. Captain, but didn't keep it going. I know, but. Fair away a wee bit. Consistency, two. I think. I think that getting in the top six would kind of maybe help a bit more. But two not, cup not finals, though. Do you know for who else has made two for cup a team finals? Like eh? Do you know who else has made two cup finals? Aberdeen. Oh, this season. <laughs> All right, sorry. Obviously, us. But Aberdeen had the two cup finals last year, but. Then Aberdeen have got a bigger budget and have more expectation ahead of Motherwell, but I think he, I think Robinson's done a great job. I think he should have been in, in with a show. Aye, um, but I mean Jack Ross getting that again. It's all all the managers and the and the leagues have voted and and they've picked him. I think it's considering they had an awful start to his time at St Mon. I mean he was. He was very lucky to stay in the job, and then he managed to turn it round at the end of last season and get them looking a bit better, and then they've just kicked on for them and ran away with it at a canter. So again, he's a he's a guy who he'll go on to a bigger club. There's a lot of speculation he'll go to Aberdeen when McInnes leaves. There's, there's a far better option than Stephen Gerrard. Jack you Ross, know, you know, but. <laughs> 
again short sightedness on the then as, but then as he's now kind of doing that well does he really want to take a sideways gap by going to no of going course to Rangers and maybe dent his career I really hope he doesn't because I think he'll have a great career but I think he deserves it I, I just think all of them had a really good shout of getting it nah, it's quite a and obviously deal. with Rendon Rogers, if he does a double treble but it's yet to come so the award time's a bit I don't know that's, daft. Uh, that's my next question is it too early to have this because as you say um, we're one game away from Brendan Rodgers winning a historic um, double treble do you think Rodgers would deserve manager of the year if he wins that well aye I mean you can't hoover up everything domestically for a second season, uh, second season in a row and no get it I don't think but that might well happen but uh, aye it's all I don't know, I just think there's such a... I think all these managers that we're mentioning deserve awards and it shows how strong the league is that these managers are so good. Kieran, is it good that Rangers might sign Steven Gerrard and that it's one more player that might vote for Brendan Rodgers' manager of the year? That is a very good point. I think we've, I think we've nailed it. I we just need time to get the job and then keep it for a season, which is very difficult for a Rangers manager, but if he could keep... That job up until the vote. Double agent types. Yep. Yeah. I also never thought about that. The fact of the one, one. If there's like somebody he looks up to that he likes to go to for advice, would probably be Rogers. But if you're then your main opposition, I don't think it would go down well. well if no. the the Rangers fans, if they're the managers now going to the Celtic manager, he for already advice. did. They told him to stay away from the job. <laughs> so the advice he needs. Was yeah. there a writers' player there? Not that, that's uh, that's yet to come though. Was that so, um, yeah. I think that's after the cup final. That is uh, so the right time. Um but I so Jack Ross or general feeling fair enough. They had a good season, but uh, a bit daft deciding it before the end of the season so we actually know what people's achievements are. Well, I mean I I suppose, but I mean from the position that he picked them up in um, to have the season that they've had and get promotion, I think you know all credit to the guy. He's been fantastic. So, if all the other managers, you know, if the majority of managers and the football leagues have decided he's the best one, then I think they know better than us. No, they don't. No, no they don't. But six and seventh, I think, the last last couple of years, St Mirren have finished in, and fair enough. With Rangers, Hearts, Hibs all moving up, that leagues. Obviously lost some of their bigger teams, but that's still quite a, quite an achievement. Absolutely. Um, Clark, there was a shout for. Obviously, he's done a, a lot in a very short space of time. Do you think he just, if he'd, the fact he hasn't been there for the full season and the fact they haven't, you know, they haven't won anything as such, do you think that maybe would put him out of contention? I, I still think that's the most miraculous like change in a, in a team. Like just taking a team and a club who are just flatlining to then the attendances. I, find, I mean, the away support, I can't remember where it was they took them to. Was it maybe Hibs? But the away support, they fill out a full stand. And Kilmarnock fans can't even fill a stand at home, let alone, you know, take people somewhere. Mm. Um, and the turnaround he's done is fantastic. I think the league table, if it 
had, if the league had started the day that he came in, I think they would comfortably be second anyway, probably close to us. So, I mean, I just hope he stays. I really I hope that. he stays. It'd be good to see if he stays, what happens next year. And if you think about just all the managers we've mentioned, okay, this Jack Ross has come up with, obviously with St Mirren's, but St Mirren's budget will be tough, but like Clark, like Le- uh, Lennon, with Rogers again, there's going to be quite a good battle between the three of them um, for next season, which could be really good. Sorry, I was I was away doing other stuff. Oh my there. god, the host hasn't even been yeah. uh, done. Uh, goal of the season, and that, that guy again, KT Kieran Tierney, young Kieran Tierney. How was that that game? Beautiful. So I'd like to take some sort of credit for it. Go on. I shout. I, I shouted shoot. Well, there you are. Um, so so I get an assist Well I was even just going to say Goal of the season Kieran Tierney slash Louis yeah. McCaffrey Yeah I think I got an assist Yo. Um Peach Absolute a... peach Of a w- strike He I... was the captain that day Absolutely dominated Terrific I would have described it more as a stoter Aye And see Seeing Cut Broadfoot Turn round <laughs> Like what the fuck just happened That was superb it was delicious. It was a, it was a smashing dick. Right, right in the onion bag. Right in the onion bag. I'm a, I don't know why I went there. No, I'm, I'm a fan of a, a lot of your straight talk, but <laughs> onion bag and onion badgy is... That's done. Okay. Okay, that's a horse of a phrase. <laughs> I refute that. You, my friend, are podcast plankton. <laughs> you will... Fucking gobble you up, pal. Okay, see who the plankton is. Um, Kaiser, Lewis Morgan, Championship Player of the Year. <laughs> he said Kaiser, and you looked at him eyes. I just like to look into your eyes. Um, to be honest, I've not actually seen any of his. Any, I've not really seen any St. Martin games, um, and I've not really seen how he played. I've just heard, obviously. A lot of people raving about him, um, and again, it's obviously another young player for us. Not quite went out on loan and coming back, but it's somebody who's obviously been at a, been at a club. He's obviously been the best player in that league, so he's got himself in a good kind of starting spot for for coming into to coming into Celtic. So it's just to see whether it's now going to give him the chance now to kind of take his development that next step up. Um, and taking a, the Premier League with uh, a big team, so obviously it's the pressures. Can he can he cope with the pressure? This will be the the, the interesting part because I think maybe going back years and years there was the I, think I remember Jim Jim O'Brien who I think we we let him go. He was at Motherwell, played fantastically well for Motherwell. We signed him and just couldn't quite get up with ourselves, um, and then kind of get lost out again. So. Um, Yep, so I mean if if he's if he's won it so he's obviously won it and made it, so it'll be good to to see him when he comes up. You excited about that? Yeah, I mean it's it's obviously gonna be very difficult for him, but he sounds confident and I'm looking forward to seeing him. I mean I think he's I think he'll get a chance to impress certainly in pre season with the likes of Sinclair being, you know, the way he is just now. Um and hopefully, hopefully he gets his chance and he takes it. But um, you know, signing the best player in the Premiership uh, in the Championship can only be a good thing. And uh, I could be could be really exciting. 
exciting times ahead. Indeed. Beautiful. Um few wee questions from Twitter. Uh trying to find them. Uh, Sean Zolio. I don't see this mixing in the questions. It seems good at the time, but then you forget what you've asked, Louis. Yeah, I know. Amateur. Uh, Griffith seems happy enough to play second fiddle to Musa in big games, as he probably will be sold in the summer. Um, but will he accept French Eddie skipping the queue next season? I, I think he, I think he'll find that hard to take, but I think he'll probably relish the challenge as well. I I I really don't see this whole thing about. Griffiths wanting away and all that if he's not going to be first choice I just don't see that coming for Griffiths Griffiths has never said that I think Griffiths is very happy at Celtic um, of course he wants to play every game but you know so would every player um, I think as long as he's getting brought on you know and, and given a chance which he undoubtedly will get his chance um, the thing is you know yes it's hard to take because someone in someone else is you know being in a relatively short space of time, jump to queue as you like. But he's he's number two right now. He's probably going to be number two next season. You know, but if you're rattling the goals in, you'll stay in the team. You know, he's been hampered by injury that's meant he's had to, he's had to fall out and then he's losing his place again. He will get his chance. He just has to try and try and take it. But I th- I'd, this whole idea that Griffiths is desperate to get away if he's no first choice, I just don't believe it. And you think with, I mean, we obviously one striker, um, if we've got two or three strikers, he's going to get a certain amount of game time throughout the season. Do you think he's going to be happy with that it's 15 always, games a season? Or it's also as well the fact set. of different different style of play that teams have will determine which kind of striker we play. Um, so if there's, the, if there's teams that it's going to be better with getting the ball in, in behind them, then obviously it's going to suit Griffiths more than it's going to suit Eddie. Um, but whereas if it's a team that need boss at their faces, then you know it is Eddie. Eddie will smash Rangers. That's what will happen. Absolutely. Good, good, good nodding. Um, canine Doug at Canine Doug McGregor, the digestive of the team, now a chocolate digestion. Blip, 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 blip. He's got a bit fancy, is that? Is that what you say? <laughs> aye, aye. It's just McGregor with a bit of chocolate pulled on him. I think he's... I don't know, I don't know about that. He's better than a, di- a digestive I'm chocolate. I'm to think of better biscuits. I don't <laughs> think he's, he's not chocolate digestive. He's not bar. quite a gold bar. He's not oh, quite to those what? levels. That's a caramac. Oh, it's, no. it's got a biscuit on it. I had a bit of that for the first time. I'd never had one before, and I had one recently. I was minging. No, not for me. He's a, he's a custard cream. You want to split it in half and lick it. Aye, <laughs> 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 that sounds oh. a lot more erotic than I said it out loud. But do you know, know what? I'm, I've said it now, I'm going to stick by it. I don't know if that's the right word. But. Um, hipster Celtic. Uh, hipster okay, Celtic. Hold on. Before we get to Hipster Celtic Or Gal As he's known Does Do we Actually Does anybody dunk Custard creams I'll dunk anything mate okay. Honest to god See, I will dunk I love custard creams anything. But I don't think I've ever dunked one Get it dunked I don't dunk biscuits and tea See yeah. I, 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 I fool that's, mm. that's a whole world of taste That you're missing out on there And Even better coffee mm. No Love Fair enough. Love anyway, what's Galsy? 
Uh, Gal, uh, with Dembele, um, likely to leave this summer, which obscure South American player do you want to replace him instead of French Eddie? Um, so you can you can give us another player if it doesn't need to be an obscure South American one, but is there anyone at the top of your, your list for replacing Dembele's? Should he go? Would you be happy with French Eddie Griffiths and another either young whether there's there's someone that Celtic already have or some unknown or would you like a, would you like a marquee signing a blue chip signing or an obscure South American player called Marek and I'm sure he can help uh, an obscure South American player that's willing to come to Scotland and going to be able to adapt to the climate then uh, I'd be all for that well the good thing is I can't really think of one to be honest after Brexit we won't have that problem they won't be allowed in so oofed obviously a wee bit of banter there from Hipster Celtic but um, French Eddie he's a real deal we know what we're getting get him get him signed make it official and just how good do you think French Eddie will be we give him I don't know. Game time over the next few years. I don't know. I don't, I think it's I think you can see where Dembele will go. But I, I just don't know if that's more to do I don't know. Right now I don't think because we've obviously not seen as much of him as we have Dembele, I don't I don't I, I think Dembele will go further in the game. But um <sighs> Don't know. We've just not seen enough, have we? I think he, I think he could definitely fill the void of Dembele. I think he's got the potential to do that, and even that for Celtic is a massive thing. See if you've got somebody because we've became so reliant on Dembele, and Dembele does so much for us and has um, best striker we've had since Henrik Larsson. If, yep. if you know, if give it a year or two, then French Eddie. If French Eddie's the best striker we've had since Dembele, then he's immediately been a massive success. Beautiful. Um, I think that's us from Twitter. Thank you all for your questions. Uh, Kieran, seven in a row. Five now. Pumped three, them. Three to go. Three to go. It was well, three to go to ten. There's going to be plenty more after that. I'm, I'm looking at I think thirteen, fourteen until Hibs start giving us a right good challenge. Getting, I, I can't wait to get past that fifty-four number <laughs> just to really bam them up. I want, I want them going for fifty-five season. That'll How far away from, away from that? Uh, I think we're at forty-nine. Forty-nine. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's uh, including this year's. Yeah. Yep. So, so, yeah, we're not we're not too far away. What's that? Six away from 55 So that takes us to 13 <laughs> Yep Like you Boom. said You're wanting 12, 13 in a row Boom Anyway uh, It's been a smashing pod guys It's been a smashing week This really is Smashing To be a Celtic fan right now That's just That's no words sometimes Just Can you imagine Really lives up to that song. This is what it feels to be Celtic. Exactly. Really. Exactly. It's been an absolute pleasure. The pleasure has been mine, Louis. All mine. Kieran. Kieran Hallam. 
That's me. Before I say goodbye to you, I'm going to let Louis have a little rundown of things that you should check out. Yes, thanks for piling on that pressure. Totally unexpected onto me. About. Um, first off, we have 90minutescynic.com. Um, it is a website that we produce and it's got hundreds of good content on it. Um, the next um, Cynical is... <coughs> Coming to stores pretty soon Within the next fortnight If me and, uh, me and Hard G can get on it The articles are pouring in Yep, so the cynical is when they get hundreds of articles And they're all released at once Under the EPUB magazine of the cynical Yes, also um, available in PDF Fantastic EPUB's get the videos and that So it's dead good Yep um, The... Post-match reviews and, and ratings are on um, 90minutescynic.com as well. You can follow us on Twitter at 90minutescynic. Um, we are on Facebook, facebook facebook.com forward slash 90minutescynic. Um, iTunes. Instagram. Instagram. We're on Instagram. Whenever anybody can be bothered, we, we put stuff on that. The iTunes, if you could, if you haven't done so already, if you could please leave a review or a rating, we are at about 240 just now I say about I actually know the number Because I check it Religiously We're on 240 At time of recording um, We have a wee target That we're trying to reach <coughs> 300 um, If you could leave a rating um, Just 5 stars If you want to write a wee spiel about us That's fantastic Talk about Tom Rogic How he's God That's fine um, But just 5 stars would be Would be terrific Covered all bases. Boom, you smashed it. Smashed out of the park. Much like a 5-0 victory against them. Keon Harn, you've been great. Uh, it's been fun. It's I'm glad to be here. Been delightful. Louis McCaffrey. Honestly, that was the perfect podcast to go with the perfect football game. It was I've been Chris Bouts. Um, where we're going, we don't need to Sleep on the love seat. Someone came saying I'm insane to complain about a shotgun wedding and a stain on my shirt. Don't believe everything that you breathe. You get a parking violation and a maggot on your sleeve. So shave your face with some mace in the dark. Saving all your food stamps and burning down the trailer park. Yo, cut it. So.
I can feel it. <laughs> 